Headlines, presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, August 19th. I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping your North County San Diego news from the past few days. San Diego County is still... Wait, what? San Diego County is officially off the state of California's COVID-19 watch list. Not much changes yet, as the county has to stay off the list for 14 more days before major changes to schools and business openings are expected. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 35,162 total cases, 31 additional COVID-19-related deaths since last week for a total of 633, and our positivity rate is down to 4.1% over the past 14 days, with 15 new outbreaks in the past seven. These numbers are all trending in the right direction, but county officials are asking residents to stay vigilant, wear a mask in public, and practice social distancing so that the county can take the next step towards reopening. Conservative radio host and political activist Carl DeMille launched a petition last week asking Governor Newsom to suspend Assembly Bill 5, saying that parents who hire tutors for their children during COVID-19 school closures could face penalties. Democratic Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez, who championed the bill, denies the assertion. AB 5, a 2019 state law, reclassifies independent contractors, freelancers, and gig workers as bona fide employees, eligible for employer-funded benefits like minimum wage, workers' compensation if they're injured on the job, unemployment insurance, paid sick leave, and paid family leave. DeMaio recently lost his bid to represent California's 50th congressional district during the Republican primary in March. A Scripps orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Anna Kuligian, has brought a new style of hip surgery to San Diego. Called the tableless anterior approach, Dr. Kuligian and her team have conducted about 60 hip replacements since April. The surgeries have been less invasive, resulting in lower infection rates, lower risk of injury, and faster recoveries with some patients being able to walk unassisted in as little as two weeks compared to the previous norm of six to eight. Sandag Regional Transportation Planners estimated last week that their vision for a high-tech interconnected transit network could cost $177 billion over 30 years. That's more than one-third of an increase over their current $128 billion plan. The vision, dubbed the five big moves, include a highway network with managed lanes to maximize capacity and reduce congestion, a network of high-speed, high-frequency public transit options, centralized mobility hubs where various transportation modes will intersect, The integration of shared mobility services such as car services, bicycle and or scooter shares, and finally a one-stop shop digital platform for users to blend the various transportation options, as well as means for smart infrastructure to adjust to real-time conditions. To the extent the board wishes to realize their vision in their official regional transportation plan update this fall, they'll have to determine specifically how they plan to pay for it. The San Marcos $3 million stimulus plan to provide low-interest loans has helped 120 local businesses impacted by COVID-19 cover their day-to-day expenses, including payroll and lease payments. The program was launched March 24th using the city's general fund reserve monies to loan small businesses up to $50,000. Tess Sangster, Economic Development Director for the City of San Marcos, told the Coast News that after receiving money from the Federal CARES Act via the county disbursement in June, they decided to allocate almost $1 million of those dollars to forgive portions of the loans they had given, turning them into partial grants. On that, a quick word from a sponsor. And we're back at it. The Carlsbad City Council approved installing 11 speed feedback signs on College Boulevard to help slow down speeding motorists, especially through the areas near three schools. Councilwoman Corey Schumacher called the signs a first step and said they'll allow for the city to collect data regarding speeds, which will then be passed to the Carlsbad Police Department. The council will revisit further improvements at a later date. 
In a unanimous vote, the Encinitas City Council approved construction of the El Portal Project, a roughly $13.3 million pedestrian and bicycle railroad underpass crossing in Lucadia. Councilman Tony Kranz expressed his excitement despite his initial sticker shock at the price tag, stating that the transformational nature of the railroad underpass crossing provides residents further access to beaches, parks, restaurants, and other recreational opportunities. Amazon has announced plans to expand their physical offices into six U.S. cities, including San Diego, potentially bringing about 200 new jobs to the region. The company revealed plans to add more than 40,000 square feet of office space here, but did not disclose exactly where in the county it would be. The other five cities included in the expansion are Dallas, Detroit, Denver, New York City, and Phoenix. The Encinitas City Council will hear an appeal determining the future of a second hotel at Surfers Point at the intersection of Coast Highway 101 and Lacoste Avenue. In a twist, the Encinitas Planning Department will recommend approval of the needed permits, despite the Encinitas Planning Commission having already unanimously voted to deny approval on the grounds that the 15-year-old permits are void and in need of replacement. The developer filed the appeal, and it is up to the council to determine if construction may begin. We'll end headlines this week with a congratulations shout-out to 16-year-old Jaden Callahan of Carlsbad. USA Fencing has named him to their under-17 All-American first team and an academic All-American. Jaden has set his sights on climbing the national fencing ladder in hopes of earning a college scholarship, competing in the NCAAs, and potentially even the Olympics. Those are the Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brote, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brindell, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You will find them all over North County, San Diego. If you'd like to support this and other podcasts of the Coast News, check out the new podcast directory found in thecoastnews.com and help us continue our efforts to bring you local independent news analysis and interviews by becoming a monthly donor to the show. Click the support link on thecoastnews.com podcast directory or on our homepage on anchor.fm. You can find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd. And our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines.